Rated mature audiences only. A viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Alright folks, welcome to the show, welcome guys, uh, we got a lot to talk about, I want to get into the um, the Marjorie Taylor Greene story, like what's going on with Marjorie Taylor Greene, well, uh, a new story coming out of uh, earlier today, uh, the hearing that was, what was it, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, of just a lot of people questioning that uh, uh, the, uh, they're labeling her as a conspiracy uh, theory peddling Georgia Republican, you know, uh, which, which, you know, I, I don't know why they have to, you know, label her as that, you know, um, uh, you know, she's a woman that's speaking truth for that, for that matter. She is, she's speaking truth. And, you know, when somebody speaks truth, they're always labeled as a conspiracy theorist of this or that. Now, here is the uh, attorney, folks, who questioned Marjorie Taylor Greene um, on this key issue of the January 6th event. I'm not calling it insurrection. I'm calling it an event. That's all it was, folks. It was an event, like a protest. Check this out, guys. Rogers hired a hitman, shot me twice, and left me for dead. We have to nail this guy, Eric. Yeah, we do. But we do it my way this time. This is just the beginning. In fact, you think that Speaker Pelosi is a traitor to the country, right? Uh, you're, I'm not answering that question of speculation. You, you, you've said that, haven't you, Ms. Green, that she's a traitor to the country? No, I haven't said that. Okay. Put up Plaintiff's Exhibit 5, please. Oh, no, wait. Hold on now. I believe by not upholding the, uh, securing the border, that that violates her oath of office. Fair enough. I'm I'm not interested in her oath of office. I'm interested in that you... You hear that, folks? He's not interested. The judge, right? The judge, not the judge, excuse me, the lawyer, right? The lawyer's not interested in the oath of office. Not interested in the oath of office. 
but he's uh, he's interested in just narratives that he wants to hear, right? Now, uh, these uh, supposed uh, you know anti-green challengers uh, that are trying to pretty much throw uh, Marjorie Taylor Green under the bus. They're trying to bring up all this type of evidence that Representative Green uh, was actually engaged in the insurrection after she took the oath of office on January uh, 3rd, 2021. Uh, They're doing all this. Now, also, folks, there's a recommendation that was submitted to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who accepted the decision later on Friday night and formally ruled that Green will stay on the ballot. But these anti-Green challengers said in a statement right after that that they'll appeal Raffenberger's decision in state courts. Oh, they're going to repeal it? Do whatever you want to do. But the decision is final. If that judge finds no significant evidence, significant meaning facts, folks, then it becomes insignificant, meaning that their facts cannot hold the case. And when you don't have facts to hold the case, what normally happens? The case gets thrown out. And I think that's what's going to happen, folks. The case is going to get freaking thrown out. The only thing you're going to see is a bunch of uh, anti-green people that are going to whine, bitch, and moan because they didn't get their way. That's basically what's going to happen. Literally. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Relating to this whole story here, this article, that Madison Colthorne's lawyer <laughs> argues that states can't enforce age and residency rules for congressional candidates. Okay. The judge also concluded that there was no persuasive evidence that Green had taken direct actions to help the insurrectionists, such such as physical efforts, contribution of personal services or capital, insurance of directives or marching orders, transmissions of intelligence, or even statements of encouragement. Now, her militant rhetoric about the election wasn't enough to link her to the attack. (laughs) And then also, too, folks, that her public statements and heated rhetoric may well have contributed to an environment that ultimately led to the invasion. This is saying uh, uh, Bederick, the uh, uh, concluded, right, The, the judge... But expressing constitutional protective political views, no matter how aberrant they may be, prior to be sworn in as a representative, is not engaging in insurrection under the 14th Amendment and therefore isn't disqualifying. You heard it, folks. It's right in the amendment. Now, folks, you know what this is? This is another outcome 
another outcome, another setback in the liberal back efforts to hold uh, Republican officials responsible for not only certain actions, but they're now they're using this for uh, the January 6th event. Now, it also raises questions about whether similar constitutional challenges will stand a chance even now against former President Donald Trump if he does decide to run in 2024. But folks, there is a lot of bevy of well-funded Democrat lawyers behind this whole political smear. They are trying to win elections by disqualifying members of Congress such as Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're doing everything in their freaking power, folks, to literally squash the movement. Literally. And, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, folks, she testified for more than three hours at the hearing becoming the first member of Congress to answer questions under oath about January 6th. She denied knowing about plans for violence and repeatedly said she could not remember key facts. Like what she discussed with White House officials about the transfer of power and with whom she spoke as January 6th approach. Now, there's one piece of evidence that stood out to the judge was an interview Green gave to Newsmax the day before the attack, where she was asked what the plan was for the joint session of Congress where Biden's victory would be certified, she said. This is our 1776 movement or moment, she referred, and the challengers complained in claimed it was a coded message intended to spur Trump supporters for violence. Oh, it it was an intention? (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know, again, folks, uh, you know, uh, people misleading words. Now, if she said this is our 1776 moment, that could have been anything, folks. That could have been what the four founding fathers envisioned for America. That could have been what America stood for back in 1776 and continues to stand for, uh, you know, 200 some odd years later. That could have been anything, folks, anything. But these are just people stirring the pot. Now, Bob Green's lawyer said Friday that the challengers' views about the 1776 comments were a ridiculous distortion of a simple statement and praise at the judge's conclusion on the matter. And then get this, folks, before I... Because I got to get a break in here real quick. The judge acknowledged in his ruling that Green had contacts with people who may have investigated violence... And then, after saying all that, the judge ruled that the evidence does not show that Green was in contact with, directed, or assisted these individuals. 
or intended anyone in the planning or execution of the invasion. So, which one was it, folks? Which one was it? She even testified that she couldn't recall if she advocated for Trump to impose martial law, but the texts obtained by CNN show that Green told Meadows on January 17th, 2021, that she, that he should raise the issue with Trump, even if she wasn't sure if martial law was a good idea. Oh, the texts were obtained by CNN? I wonder how they got all that information, huh? Really? I mean, that's the questions. They seem to rise on that, folks. Be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Basically, the uh, the judge there, uh, literally wrapping up uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene hearing. Uh, the judge will uh, will provide his file his findings to the Georgia Secretary of State, though he will not rule on the constitutional matter of her eligibility. Um, now, if you want to know what happens next after the uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene hearing, you you could actually go over to. Uh, this website here, www.11alive.com forward slash article forward slash news um, forward slash, and you could find out all the uh, information. Now, you know, here's here's one thing, folks, and uh, you know, I'm seeing the uh, uh, you know some comments coming across all over social media with this whole story here. Uh, you know, the more I read, right, the more I hear and see what is happening, you know, with everything, right? I- I'm going to say this one thing, right, right? The more I see what's happening, uh, not only in the United States, the more I see a country tearing itself apart. And it's true, folks. I mean, we're literally tearing ourselves apart with just conflict after conflict, if it's not COVID, if it's not masks, if it's not social distance, it's not vaccines, it's not this, it's not that. I mean, literally, we are conflict after conflict. Literally, I can tell you right now, folks, relating not only to this story, but I can relate to something a lot. We are one conflict, folks, literally, from tearing our country apart. I mean, we are more divided as a nation than we ever have been in the last three, four hundred years. I, 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 seriously, seriously. And the, but did you get to that one point? If you did see this video, 
what was this video posted? Uh, from 11 Live, yeah. Uh, it was a mainly uh, a big uh, Metro Atlanta broadcasting network. Uh, did you see the one uh, part where the judge says that the Europeans laugh at us? <laughs> well, yeah, judge, they do. Because they see that we're a country that literally argues on every little freaking con- uh, conflict. They laugh because we show a total of lack of justice being served with indisputable facts being brought forward in our own courts. Now, here's here's something, folks. Here's something. I like to say one thing. I I have to look for it first for, 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 before I say this. I got to remember the the how, how to say this here. The judge, folks, uh, was asking for uh, clarification on some of the uh, legal issues that the lawyers brought up. Uh, Any judge, folks, that is worth anything uh, should do this. If you cannot quote what you consider a precedent for your case, then not verify the precedent itself in your own court filings... Where does it go from there, right? Seriously. I mean, you can have Maine versus Johnson, 1987, right? Uh, You know, asking for ancient statues. He didn't use the word statues, but the plaintiff's lawyer did as he was trying to question a hobble horse. <laughs> but biddy-be-bop, biddy-be-bop, kept objecting, objecting, excuse me. Now, folks, if that judge had done his job and told him to get a grip, maybe he would have heard one of those ancient statues he was looking for, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody's paying attention to exactly what I'm saying, but, I mean, I'm kind of making some good key points here on this whole case. You know, I mean, this judge is like literally just playing it safe, uh, sitting on the fence and trying to please both sides. I mean, that's what basically I was seeing. Uh, was he even listening? Uh, what was the question he asked? I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally, folks, uh, you know, th- this judge made up his mind before the trial even started. Uh, you know, which I think that this hearing shouldn't even have gone to a hearing. Uh, there wasn't enough evidence. There was no evidence to begin with. I mean, you know, th- this was just a representative, folks, that was doing her part as any representative should do for this country. A woman or a man, right? For example, a woman named Marjorie Taylor Green was trying to not only represent her state of Georgia... But represent uh, her country as a congressional woman, congresswoman. 
Now, you're going to get all these, you know, liberal kind of people out there coming up with some crazy scenarios saying, I knew this judge was bought and paid for when the MTG insolently said to the prosecution, I'm not going to answer that question. And the judge didn't wake up from his coma to let her know that she would indeed answer the question or be held in contempt. He snored right through it. That, that That's the type of crap and rhetoric you're going to get from the liberal left. You know, I mean, they're going to come out with some crazy scenarios like it's all the judge's fault and this and that. And she said and did what she did. It's clear from her own written words or recordings, folks. I mean, literally. It should not matter if she claims to remember it or not. MGT did what she did, and everyone, including her, said their case very clearly. And there was not significant evidence that Marjorie Taylor Greene played a part in the January 6th event. Plain and simple. Case closed. End of story. That's it, folks. No appeals. No nothing. But you know damn well that the liberal left are going to try to appeal this like they try to appeal everything until they get their damn way. Literally. That's what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Now, here's some uh, Georgia voters that react to Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's controversy. You're going to want to hear this, folks. Check this out. I'm going to plug this in just in a short little bit, but, I mean, this is this is mindful. Very interesting. Uh, the reason why I'm plugging this in, folks, is because I, I, I think it, it maps out exactly what I'm saying here on the show. Uh, this is the reaction to what they think, folks. Check this out. In Georgia, think. Take a listen to some of them. I voted for her in the primary uh, because I did not like the other candidates, and she looked like the best option. And now I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? She fights for the people of this district. You know, uh, Washington's corrupt. As we've seen in the last four years, all the corruption. These videos she has made are not in anything that I would ever think about doing or wanting my congressperson to do. She is a disgrace to our district. She's honest. She's to the point. A lot of people disagree with what she's saying. But she's saying what she believes is right, and she's sticking to her story. I don't support people who are, um, what do you call it, conspiracy theories. Yeah. Theorist. Theorist. Yeah. And and just based on her comments and what she's been talking about, I don't think that she supports and defends the Constitution of our country. Right. You know, I disagree, you know, with her. I think a lot of these... uh, on both sides of the aisle, I think a lot of the, uh, especially new candidates, I think they uh, they run. You know, I don't think they want to legislate. I think they just want to be on the news. She's just like crazy and a kook. I mean, who thinks that we need? 
need to kill people that are the members of Congress and, you know, just start all right, I'm gonna stop it right there. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna comment to what the what the koozie, uh, uh crazy lady there in the red jacket is saying uh, about she's just crazy and, and and this and that and and then she used the words kill. Uh, she didn't she didn't say anything about kill. Like where do you find these people? Like the craziest people uh, around Metro Atlanta, you know, like literally uh, commenting. On Marjorie Taylor Greene, she spreads lies about conspiracy theories and this. What? Okay, so let me say this, right? So if you're coming up with your viewpoints and your opinions, right? And they don't object to someone that does not believe in that, you're automatically considered... A conspiracy theorist? Okay, let's flip-flop the uh, scenario. So if we don't agree with your viewpoints, are you considered a a conspiracy theorist? It works both ways, right? I mean, folks. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Right? I mean, that's like going into... uh, you know, a baseball stadium or some type of arena somewhere around the country and not, you know, not supporting the other team, right? You know, you go into a baseball stadium, right? You know, let's use the Atlanta Braves, right? You're an Atlanta Braves fan. Your friend might be like, you know, I don't know, like a New York Yankees fan or something, right? Now, if you're not a big supporter of the New York Yankees, what's going to happen? You're probably going to get booed on. You're probably going to say, oh, my God, what's wrong with you, man? Like, why don't you like the Yankees and this and that? They're a great team. There's going to be a huge debate about it, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, folks. I, I think we become a society where people are so enraged with opinion that they flip-flop the opinion onto something entirely different. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is... It's gone on way too long. Folks, the case was closed. She was found with insignificant evidence on playing a part of the January 6th event. She did not commit to acts of violence. She did not engage the insurrectionists of what they're calling them, right? She didn't do any of that crazy content of what these people are claiming for her to do. It was just another case, another agenda to try to squash this GOP movement. They know the midterms are around the corner. They know the 2024 election is upon us. And they're doing everything in their power, folks, to try to squash it, to kill it. That's what's going on. Another agenda by the radical left. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I I wanted to give you my side of what I think uh, is kind of wrong of what they're doing to this poor woman, this poor Georgia congresswoman. I mean, she's just doing what's right, man. She's 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 up upholding and protecting the Constitution of the United States. She's just a regular patriotic woman. Just because she doesn't share the same viewpoints of the radical left, she's considered 
ineligible to be a congresswoman? I mean, that's what's going on, folks, right? I mean, that's how I see it. Folks, thanks for tuning in. And uh, remember, folks, starting on May 10th, uh, next week, guys, believe it or not, uh, we will be doing video podcasting on the Rumble app. That's right, guys. Anything that you may or may not hear on YouTube, because you know YouTube and Facebook, they love the shadow ban. Uh, you won't see any of that garbage on Rumble, I can tell you right now. So starting on May 10th, guys, well, we will be doing a video podcasting on the Rumble app. So you're going to want to look out for that. Um, haven't uh, decided a uh, handle name on Rumble, but we are just about there. Uh, we have signed up as a soft sign-up on the Rumble app, but we just haven't made it official yet to our podcast uh, material. So you're going to want to look out for that uh, in the next coming days, which it will be announced here on our social media platforms of both Facebook and the Instagram account. So you're going to want to look out for that. Uh, we will be putting out an announcement on our website, the Patriot Angle Podcast, right? The, the main website patriotanglepodcast.com so look out for that announcement um, as well guys you can hear all of our audio episodes on every podcast platform including Spotify and Apple Music guys thank you very much for tuning in and we will see you next week have a great weekend guys You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. Also streaming live on Twitch. Remember to follow and like us, guys, for unfiltered, uncensored, raw content. Also, please head over to www.patriotanglepodcast.com for all your exclusive Patriot Angle Podcast content and material, as well as the merchandise website, www.patriotunfiltered.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one.